escape. My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest. Another name you might know me by. Star. My name is Oliver Queen. You'll be hearing from us. From the strategic homeland. Just call us Shield. Beware my power. Green Lantern's light. And here we go. Excelsior! The force is with me, I am one with the force. The force is with me, I am one with the force. The force is with me, I am one with the force. Episode number 46, Geek Show. My name is BJ. And, I'm Big Rich. Yeah. I think you just titled our episode. I usually come up with them after, but I think you got I it. I couldn't right come there. up with anything. I usually try and throw like something out to think yeah. about on the show notes, but all I could think about, all I could think of off the top of my head today was Rogue One and more, but I think if you just write that repeating, yeah, I think that it, then it works. I'm one with the forces with me. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. Uh, yeah, so episode 46 right here of The Geek Show. Remember, you can get it on iTunes, Podcastpedia, Stitcher Radio. Uh, you can even listen to us live on uh, on uh, TuneIn Radio, at least X1, Albany's Online Rock, yeah. where we play the episodes every now and again, and uh, hopefully another... Another place after this episode is yeah, done. Yeah, I'm trying to work us up to get us uh, to get us hooked up uh, with uh, iHeart Media. For those of you who don't know, I work for iHeart Radio, and I'm trying to to get the podcast up and running on a couple of our uh, sites here yeah. in the Albany area, which you know you can get anywhere. Yep. Um, but yeah, like I'm trying to get that up and running for us. Yeah. So we'll 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 see how that goes, and uh, of course, you know, uh, we're recording video. Uh, we're not doing live stream this time around. Uh, just because it get it's it's getting glitchy and all that kind of stuff. We we were just talking about this before we started. Uh, Time Warner, our the cable provider here, the internet provider, is just uh, kind of like internet Nazis, really. Pretty much. I mean, we were talking about how FiOS was supposed to uh, come in, and they said they were going to put in all kinds of of you know fiber optics, and everybody's going to have fast internet, and we're going to. You know, there's going to be competition in that. Yeah, they took all the money from the federal government and never bothered to put anything in hardly anywhere. There's, like, Not very few areas. It's basically the areas that have the higher income per capita right, right. In, the, in the capital region. So I guess we know what happened there. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Uh, what was that Steve uh, Miller song, Take the Money and Run? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they have to. They'll, they'll be getting in trouble. They'll be getting in trouble with that. They somebody have, will get them in be. trouble. I don't yeah. know who, but. Who knows? Hopefully somebody. Yeah. So it was a big, uh, it was a big week, yeah. big weekend, I should say. Very big for us. Yeah. Um, you know, last year around this time, um, I saw it because my time hop came up and yeah. it said that I was sitting in a theater with my butt firmly planted in the seats watching right. episode seven. Yes. Um, and then this weekend, of course, same thing happened. Both of us mm. planted firmly in the seats to see Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Oh, yeah. Now, I need to stop calling because that's what it's called. It is Rogue One, a Star Wars story. It is not Star Wars Rogue One. And Correct. I think a lot of people were calling it Star yeah. Wars Rogue One. This is, not, this, is, this is not one of the saga movies. This is a standalone anthology movie. Yeah. Like the, the Han Solo movie is going to be, which I guess has already started production. Oh, I didn't know um, that already started production. Yeah, they, they had just... Um, uh, well, they got Han, they got Lando, and I heard uh, the love interest is, oh, I can't remember her name now, Khaleesi from Game of Thrones. Oh, okay, okay. So, you know, Han's a, Han's a scoundrel. Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark, that's it. I had to think for him. Yeah. He's a scoundrel. He, he plays the field. He's he's a player. If it, and Han's if it, a player. And if it works out where the way Rogue One worked out, you know, we'll see this Han Solo movie. And 
where the next begins. Yeah. You know, I thought that was really, you know what? I thought that was really, really cool the way that that whole thing did, but we should, uh, well, we knew all of that was going to happen. Right. Yeah. So I see. And it's funny because I, I knew that it was going to happen like that in Rogue One. And we yep. should, st we should say that from here on out, if you haven't seen Rogue One yet, yeah. Um, there's going to be spoilers. We're, We're going to be talking about big things that happen in the movie. We're um, when it comes to big blockbusters like this, if you yeah. haven't seen it, you know, we're recording this, what, four days after the release? Yeah, I, I saw it Thursday. You saw it Saturday. Correct. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, like, four or five days after the release. Yeah. So, I, I think if you haven't seen it by then, like, yeah, I know life gets in the way. I know yeah. people don't want to pay to go see these movies yeah. and everything. But, man, you 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 just didn't get, you wouldn't get the feeling that we got watching this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, and there were moments in this movie, and we'll get to them, where I just had, like, chills chills Ooh. like real concern you know what i mean yeah. and i can't say and i love the star wars movies i love them i don't think i've ever watched a star wars movie with the exception of the first time that i think i ever saw empire Ooh. and ever been really concerned a, a lot of people have been comparing Rogue you know? one to empire kevin smith being one of them yeah there was another article somewhere uh i i, I read about that they had compared Rogue One to Empire Strikes Back being better, if not on equal footing with it. I, I You know, I'm going to have to give it another viewing before I can really yeah. say it was better, but I definitely consider it to be on equal footing with Empire. If you're if you're saying, like, what are the best Star Wars movies? Yeah. Right now, by comparison, I think that Rogue One and Empire are right up there. Um, it's not... I don't think it's going to make the, the kind of money that episode seven made. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to, you know, it's going to get close to it, but I mean, episode seven was such a phenomenon. Um, I actually you know? think, I actually think, uh, uh, rogue one was better than force awakens. I do too. No, I am a hundred percent agree with you on that yeah. one. I think that I liked, um, I liked the characters. Yep. And I mean, and not to say I didn't like the characters in episode seven. I just, I really enjoyed every single character yeah. that was introduced to me. Yes. Every single character that that was part of Rogue One was amazing. The 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 throwbacks. Yes. To to the prequels and to the sequels and to the the animation and yep. everything. I mean, there was just there was so much there was so much going on in Rogue One with uh, you know, just things that the Star Wars fan can appreciate, someone yeah. who's not a Star Wars fan can appreciate. There was a lot of awesome stuff happening mm -hmm. and it makes me wonder if rogue one didn't lay some groundwork for what we're going to see coming up in episodes eight and nine uh, you know what i mean yeah, I yeah, it was a, it was a standalone we're not going to see a sequel for obvious reasons yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know and you know it's funny because we had talked about this before you know yeah. with with rogue one being basically the plot to get the plans for the death star yep. to give to Luke and company yep. in episode four to destroy it. Um, you know, I think it was, was it Mon Mothma said, said right out in episode four, a lot of rebels lost their lives. No, you're thinking return of the Jedi, a lot of Bothans. Oh yes, That's what you're That's thinking. What thinking but th that, that was, that was, that was something that I, that, you know, kind of occurred to me after I had seen the movie and I was thinking about the comparison in Jedi and, uh, empire Jedi, Well, Jedi and rogue one in getting the plans and all that. Yeah. As she's saying it in Jedi, I don't remember the original actress's name, uh, but she's saying, you know, many Bothans died, and she's kind of pausing like she's remembering 
you know, not only the Bothans, but also yeah. the, you know, Rogue One with getting the plans from from Scarif. So, um, yeah, by the way, we are in spoiler town right big now. Big time. So big time spoiler I, town. So if you if you don't know, just yeah. Um, but I, I thought, it, I mean, oh, I mean, overall, I mean, I got to give that movie five out of five stars. I mean, for uh, oh, yeah, I, I would, big time. I would agree to. And I think I honestly I actually had a couple of people. Uh, a couple of friends that I know, never seen Star Wars. One friend, yeah. wife of you know of another friend, husband and wife. She had never seen Star Wars. He, big time Star Wars fan. He and I have had tons of conversations about Star Wars. Yeah, and she finally decided to go. I mean, this before they were married because they, they haven't even been married a year yet, mm-hmm. and but they've been together for a long time. She never went to any of the movies with him or anything like that. Uh, but this time around, she actually went and bought the tickets and went with him. And she actually really enjoyed the movie. She loved it. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I said, you know, and I got to I got to thinking, you know, this is an actual perfect jump in point for people that have never seen the franchise. Yeah. There's no real commitment. It introduces the characters. There's really not a lot that you have to keep in mind. It basically walks you along the story. Yep. It's a good jump in. So if you've never seen you know, any of the Star Wars movies, prequels or the originals, go see Rogue One, and you will basically be set up to watch. And from there, if you want to, I would, I mean... I would say from Rogue One, go and just do the original trilogy. You know, Rogue One, Episode Four, Episode Five, Episode Six, then Seven. Then yeah, you can jump into Seven if you wanted to. Don't worry about the prequels right away. Not that they're bad. I just as mu- as, I mu- as after I watching all, I don't all think the... they're as bad as you say ah, that. Dude, I don't I just, agree. I just rewatched Clone Wars and I hated everything about you mean, it. You mean Attack of the Clones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clone Wars, I loved. <laughs> yeah. Clone Wars, the animated, I loved. Um, Attack of the Clones, episode two. I didn't, I, I just, of all the prequels, that one, I just, I hate it. Just everything about it. Hayden Christensen, the writing, ugh, it's just, I, ugh, I just, I hate it. I don't mind episode three. I like episode three. Um, and episode one is okay. I, I just, man, I just hate episode two. I, I yeah, I just, I, I mean, I, I, I don't think it. they're as good as the, you know, the tr- the originals, obviously. Right. But. I don't think they're as bad as a lot of people say they are. I think I, I, I think people try and say that they're like you know they're the absolute worst. But the fact of the matter is they exist. They're canon within the Star Wars yeah. universe. There's a lot that happens in them that you know pertains to the sequels and to uh, you know to Rogue One and everything. So um, yeah, I, I think that certainly they have their place. I just I just don't have to like Episode Two. Yeah. Well, yeah, that and that's that's your thing. That's fine. Uh but we actually did do a uh we each did our lists of the top 5 Rogue One moments. Yeah. And uh I I jotted 5 down and I had a couple that were like quote unquote honorable mentions. Okay. So, uh you want to go first? Should I go first? No, why don't you go first? Go, okay. Lead us down. Start us at 5 and take us to 1. Okay. So, uh basically uh, number five, and I didn't really rank. I just kind of went through. Okay. But um, so number five was seeing Tarkin and Leia. Okay. Because the CG on Tarkin was amazing. Yeah. It looked like Peter Cushing. Yeah. Like they they brought him back from the dead. 
It was amazing. And the voice too. And the voice was great. I I think they I I'm wondering I have to I will, I'll have to double check but I'm wondering if they used the same voice actor uh that did Tarkin in uh Rebels and Clone Wars. And, and Clone and Wars. And he was in Clone Wars. That's too. true. That's true. Um they would have had to. I mean, he sounded so yeah. much like him. And I'm wondering about Leia as well. Yeah. But I had a, a little problem with Leia. The CG didn't seem as yeah. good. It looked like she kind of got stung by a bee or she was oh. retaining water. I think the, pro- the problem is Carrie Fisher is still alive and well. <laughs> and everything, <laughs> you know, and uh, the, uh, Peter Cushing is not. True. So you really had no choice. But, you know, the way that they had to do that part with Princess Leia, they didn't really have much of a choice. And when I was sitting in the theater when that when that part happened with Princess Leia, and they open up the door and you kind of and you see her from behind. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, okay, this, you know, that's what we're gonna get. We're gonna get this behind yeah. view, and then they <laughs> go right on over to the front, and then you see her all CGI yeah. and everything like that, which they must have paid a boatload of money to do. But they who must cares? Have. Disney's got deep pockets. They these got the days. money for it. Um, I mean, somebody in the theater, it was completely quiet, and somebody goes, "What the hell?" And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> And everybody started laughing because it was just funny. Because I thought the same thing when they showed Tarkin. I thought we'd see the back of him. Yeah. Kind of like at the end of episode three when he's standing there, the Emperor's standing there, and Vader walks in. Yeah. I thought we'd see the back of him, and that was it. But Tarkin was way involved in this movie. Yeah, he was. I mean, that's... that's, That ends up showing... That shows up on my list, too, at some point. Yeah, that's... that's, I love that. I love that. Um, And then uh, my, my fourth one is Vader... In Act Three of the movie, yeah, the big fight at the end. I think Act Three of this movie is better than any Star Wars movie. Oh my God, this this it, it was amazing. Yeah, this uh, you know the the third act for for Rogue One basically. I mean, you've got the fight going on, mm-hmm. and then towards the end, you know, obviously, no spoiler here. The rebels got the plans. Yeah. Um. And the which way, we knew was going to happen. We knew it was going to happen. It was going to happen. It's I mean, uh, and um, the the just the way they had Vader coming on that ship. It was a Mon Calamari cruiser. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, the the uh, the Imperial fleet had disabled. Vader boarded it with a bunch of stormtroopers. But Vader being in his Sith glory went all the town on these rebel, uh, you know, these rebel soldiers that were trying to defend against the boarding. Yeah. And he the lightsaber lit up and then he just went to town. He used he used the force. He basically threw people all over the joint. And one one of my friends uh who went with me basically made the analogy of Jason Voorhees with a lightsaber. Mm. That's how intense Very it was. much. And then you know, just when you you know you know, and you know they try to add some drama. The door won't open. Help! You know, get the help, help, help! And um, you know, the guy finally handed it through the door, and the other guy took it just as a lightsaber goes through his chest. Yeah. And um, and then you know the you know they they lock it down. The tantiv takes off, and then there's Vader standing there in the airlock with a bunch of stormtroopers behind him, just looking out over the planet, watching the tantiv yeah. for take off. Peace out. Peace out, Boy Scout. Well, we'll see you in like three minutes, though. <laughs> yeah, ten more minutes. We'll catch yeah. up with you. Don't worry about. We'll get that. on the we'll we'll get on the executor and we'll we'll get you. Right, right. Yeah. So, um, but that was yeah, that was my number. Uh, that was my number four. Was was just that whole sequence. Okay. Uh, the uh, the other one, uh, number three, 
was basically seeing gold leader and red leader in the battle over Scarif. I thought because they basically took some archival footage, yeah, for, you know, stuff they didn't use in the you know in the cuts that Lucas got rid of, and they reworked it and they brought it all back in. And the cool thing was that gold leader, yeah, who is uh, I can't remember his last name. His name is Angus. Uh, I guess he was actually called in to do some of the some redubbing for it. Okay, uh, I believe because uh, I was watching. Uh, there's this documentary called L Street 1977, which basically talks to some of the actors who played bit parts in Star Wars. Yeah, like uh, like uh, Biggs Darklighter. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the guy that was in the Greedo suit. Yeah. Um, and then you know the guy who was in the Greedo, Greedo suit. suit. I can't remember his name. <laughs> Jeremy Bullock, who was Boba Fett. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, some of these, you know, David Prowse, um, uh, you know, some of them were kind of bits, but, you know, other actors that you really didn't see or anything like that. And they talked about their experiences and, and what they did and how they did it and all that kind of stuff. Even uh, Fixer, who was in that cut scene uh, that Luke had with, with Biggs, you know, Fixer and Fixer's girlfriend mm-hmm. there. And uh, so, I mean, they even interviewed him. They found him. I didn't even know it, but he was the he was the stormtrooper. That uh, told Obi Wan and Luke to move along. <laughs> they needed they needed somebody to fill the costume, and he was there. So they said, "All right, come on out." You know, you know. But, but what about my other part? Yeah, uh, don't worry about don't, that. Don't worry about that. Because at that point, he didn't even know it was getting cut. Right. Exactly. He, didn't, he had no clue. But he got I'm, Jared Leto. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I mean, it's a good documentary. It is on Netflix. Watch it. But that right there, um, you know, is what kind of got me seeing. You know. You know, gold leader, red leader, you know, seeing red five get blown up. Yeah. So, you know, and, you know, a couple of couple of days later, Luke's red five. You right. Know, you know, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Think about that for a minute. I know. Um, and just all, you know, and just all the other like all of Blue Squadron mm-hmm. gone. Right. Gone. Wiped See out ya. because they got trapped on the planet. Mm-hmm. And when the Death Star fired, that was the end of that. Uh, yeah. So, terrible. Yeah. Um, and then number two. Numero two. Ghost. The ghost. Yeah. From Star Wars Rebels was in the fleet above Scarif. There was there was quite a few Rebel Easter eggs. There were. There were. I even heard, and this is one of my honorable mentions, that Chopper and the ghost were even seen on Yavin 4. Yeah, I heard that too. But I missed it. I'm, I, sorry, I'm gonna I have to see it again. Yeah, I I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to to see it. Um but yeah, that supposedly, but I mean a lot of ghosties, a lot of uh, rebels Easter eggs in that. Yeah, I mean there was a part there uh, where uh, Bail Organa was talking to, I think it was Mothma, yeah, or whoever, and um, and and they were talking about what do, you know. Once we get these plans, what do we, you know, how do we get the plans? You know, you know they're going to be in trouble, and we got to get them out and all that. And he goes, I have a friend, and Mothma goes, your Jedi friend. And I'm thinking to myself, does he mean Kanan? Or does he mean Obi-Wan? Oh, he means Obi-Wan. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, we already... I didn't even make that thought. I, I Yeah, because I'm like, wait a minute, Kanan's the first one that I can think of because he knows Kanan. Right. Uh, but I forgot, in episode three, Bail knows that Obi-Wan is on Tatooine. Right. And or at least knows that he's in exile. Somewhere. In exile on Tatooine, yeah. So that's, yeah, and that's how he's going. And that's why he's sending Leia to go get Obi-Wan to get help to right. help, you know, take down the Death Star. Uh, which brings me into my fr- number one top uno, uno. was when, because uh, I had been waiting for it all movie, you know, right up until that point, 
It was after the uh, big scene where Jin and everybody said, you know, we got to go get the plans. We got to go get the plans. And everybody's like, nope, it's death. It's it's suicide. We ain't doing it. Nope. We'll find. We'll figure something out. We'll we'll go into hiding. We'll do something. Mm-hmm. Um, but then afterwards, she's going out in the hangar, and Caspian's following her. And then on the loudspeaker in the hangar, you hear General Sandula to the briefing room. General Sandula, <laughs> please come to the briefing room. And I'm like, <gasps> that's Hera. That's rebels. And they tied it all together. Yeah. And then I heard about you know the ghost and and Chopper and all that, and that basically just won't did it for me. Yeah. That solidified everything for me and I I just I was sold on the movie completely and utterly and Yeah. You 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 will never change my mind. It's it's way better than The Force Awakens and it's pretty much on the same footing as Empire if not better. I'll have yeah. to once I see it again, I'll be able to make a better determination on that. Yeah. So I agree. That is that is my 5. Okay. BJ, your 5. All right. What, what do you what do you got? Starting at number five. So what do you got? Number five. Um, I have written down the Death Troopers, but I want to I want to change it to all of the other variations of Stormtroopers oh, that yeah. they brought into this. Yes. Um, the Death Troopers were cool as oh, hell, yeah. man. They, yeah, they, man, and, just seeing an army of them coming at you. And they didn't they didn't sound. I mean, they sounded kind of weird. With oh them, yeah. You know, they were just like terrifying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a lot of Star Wars: The Force Awakens, I think was. Was uh was geared and marketed towards young fans. Yeah, they wanted to get young fans involved, yep. and they really wanted to do that. It was there for us, the the tried and true Star Wars fans. Uh, yeah, but this one, yeah, was dark, uh, and a lot of it was was just so unbelievably dark. Definitely a war movie. Yeah, uh, but the Death Troopers for me, I mean, I I loved them. I would love to see them in more Star Wars. Um, obviously, we won't. Um, but man, they were they were awesome. Right, uh, seeing them with Craddock and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number four for me, um, I I liked them bringing Jimmy Smith back as Bail Organa. Yeah, a uh, lot of people were in 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 my theater were were like, whoa, they didn't yeah. even expect. I wasn't even expecting. I thought it was awesome when he just kind of came out of the shadows. Right. Yeah, because I, I think a lot of what you're seeing and you see if you watch Rebels, you see it and everything. But up until Rogue One. The, the rebellion is happening, yeah. but they're not really unified. Right. And you see it on Rebels, too. There, there's a rebellion, and there's factions and everything, but yeah, there's, there's different n- cells. Right. Yeah. There, there is not a unified force of rebellion, and that's what Rogue One does at the very end. Yeah. You know, that it just it unites everyone. Hey, we have to come together if we're going to do this. And you see that, too, um, with... Uh, I'll leave it... You know what? I'll leave it as an honorable mention in a little bit, but I'll get through these, these okay. five first. Uh, number three was uh, showing off what uh, absolute dick Tarkin is yep. to everyone. Yep. I mean, he basically was like, hey, thanks for building this Death Star, Craddock, and overseeing it. I'll take all the credit for it now. Thanks. And, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, at this point, yeah. he's he's just a governor and everything. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Tar- Tarkin was just an unbelievable. He's cruel. I mean, there is not. I feel an ounce of humanity in that guy. I mean, the fact that you he know? actually f- had the Death Star fire on Scarif, yeah, right there, you right. know, um, you know, with his own troops down there. I know, blow it up. Doesn't care. Doesn't care. Just one well, re- one reactor. Just take out the just take out the base. Don't worry about the rest of the planet. We can we can rebuild somewhere else. Just take it out. Exactly. Oh, it's just I mean, he is just they they expanded upon that character, which wish that we had gotten more of in episode four that's one of the characters in star wars that i wish that we had been able to get more out of uh uh, obviously yeah uh no but you know the way they did it with the cgi and in the book in the book tarkin which 
everybody raved about the book Tarkin. Yeah. And I enjoyed it, but a lot of it was boring as hell. Um, you know, I, I liked I liked it. I liked getting to know him and see how he, you know, rose in the ranks and everything yeah. like that. But I just don't I don't understand the the, the the love of that book. It was okay for me. I, I, I never know. had a chance to read it. So I don't know. it's all right. It's all right. All it's right. a good Star Wars read. All right. Um, number two, uh, Donnie Yen's character going right into the line of fire. Oh yeah, to hit that master switch. Yeah, I was just like watching it, and I'm like, Ugh. I am one with the force. The force is with me. Right. I am one with the force. The force is with me. I mean, just in general, his character uh, yeah. is one of my favorite Star Wars characters now, and I can't pronounce it. What is? What, I can't pronounce the name of it. And I try. I tried to look up his name. Is it Ichda or something like that? I, 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 I can't I, pronounce yeah. it. Um, but it, it was awesome. I love seeing him be able to do that, and then uh, you know him together with his friend. I was just it, it yeah. was it was great, and he brought a lot to he did Star Wars. Yeah, and and I I yeah he brought a lot. To and Star and Wars. he's he's done. I guess he's also done a lot of like a lot of kung fu movies. Yeah, you know martial arts movies. Uh, so I and I thought that was cool, just how he would take out an entire group of stormtroopers. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, it was great. Uh, number one for me um, is also on your list, but for number one for me was Vader lights it up when oh, they're just yeah. waiting in the anticipation, and all of a sudden you see that red lightsaber, yeah. and it's just the glow of him, and he just totally kicks ass. Yeah, this movie for me showed they did what we never truly got to see in the originals, and that is the fact that Vader is an absolute badass. Yes, that's what they're doing in the Vader comics and Marvel right now. Yeah. I mean, he is a he is the emperor's right-hand man yep. but don't forget Anakin Skywalker was an absolute beast when it came to handing a lightsaber yep. going into battle and fighting people yep. i mean and he showed no mercy yep. as a jedi he shows less mercy as a sith yeah we never really Whew. even even in the animated series yeah. of rebels where we've seen vader he's never been like this well the the whole thing of it is everybody remembers because Star Wars has been around for so long. You yeah. remember Return of the Jedi. You remember him redeeming himself. Yep. And you remember him sacrificing himself to save his son yep. and everything. But before that and everything, and I think that is a lot of the gripe with the prequels, yeah. is that you see Anakin turn. Well, you knew it was going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. So, yeah, I mean, Vader is evil. He starts out evil as evil can be. And, I mean, when he just goes through just slicing down those guys, yeah. I mean, that's where, I mean, as he was doing it, I mean, that's where I got, I got major, major chills. Yeah. Major it chills. Was, yeah, it was, it was, oh, yeah. I think I, it was, I, was in. I, I think, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm going to have to watch it again, but I'm, I'm definitely in that camp of saying that I think it was probably one of the best Star Wars movies. So if you're just fast forwarded to this part here, uh, yeah, we both like the movie and yeah. we ha both have to go see it again. So yes. I'm sure that'll make our wives very happy. Yeah, especially since I bought the collector popcorn bucket and soda. Oh, I almost did, did that. My 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 friend Zach bought it and yeah. goes and he 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 bought my popcorn and soda and he's like, I I wasn't sure if you wanted the the collector's cup. I'm like, well, yeah, I was gonna pay you for it, <laughs> but okay. It was, wasn't bad. It's like a tin popcorn, yeah. you know, container that I'm gonna use forever. My brother bought it too. We sat there like dorks eating out of our popcorn. Yeah. Things with our little action figure on top of our soda, sipping it. Grown now, which, which action figure was it? The I got Jin. You got on mine, and he got Jin on his. I was really hoping for somebody else, my, but um, she was. It's fine. It's cool. My friend got the got the one uh, uh, Jetta stormtrooper there. Okay, so yeah, those are, the the Jetta stormtroopers were cool. 
Yeah, those were pretty cool. Those were cool stormtroopers yeah. too. I, w- I mean, they all of the new stormtroopers that you brought that they brought in yeah. were uh, were awesome. Yeah, you know. So I I I, I would have the ones that were on Scarif too, with the yeah. like kind of khaki pants and everything. Yeah, those, uh, those ones. Oh, those oh those yeah they were on yeah. Jetta too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they were. Uh, yeah, I, I I just I just loved it. I love that they can bring it into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we we may never we won't ever see them again. But like. The, like the comics and the video games and everything gave us like variations of stormtroopers right. and it's kind of cool to see them do this. Well, but... we could see we could see you know we could see them in Rebels. We could see them. Well, in... yeah, we could see them in Rebels. That's we could true. see them in the comic books and that. So right. I well, mean... we won't. We likely since it's the first order. Yeah. We likely won't be seeing them in uh and. No, we won't see them in any of the new saga nine. movies. Yeah. So, um, you wanna? All right. So I mean, I think we've we. I mean, we pretty much took like half the show for. Yeah, let's 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 and I rightfully mean, so and right yes rightfully so. There's but there's other things that we wanted to talk about too. Um, one uh, uh, so I mean the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer yeah dropped and I've watched it a few times. How Me many, too. Um, and what, what's your take? Um, you know I I think it's the first time and I put it out on Facebook and I, I tagged a bunch of people including you in it and I it's for me it's the first Spider-Man movie that feels like a Spider-Man comic to me. Yeah. Um, like, I just, I rewatched the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man over the weekend. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I still enjoy it. I still think it, it's a really fun Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, doesn't feel quite like a Spider-Man comic to me. It yeah. feels like a movie about Spider-Man. Right. Um, whereas this feels like a Spider-Man comic. I mean, right down to him... Um, him and his friends staring at, at at the pretty girl and everything yeah. and stuff like that. It's just it's totally Peter Parker. Like being that little that Peter Parker is like this nervous kind of guy, but then he puts on the suit and it transforms him and he's Spider Man. Yeah, you know he's quippy and he's, he's the tough, wise ass. But he's so but he's still so young that he's just he's totally impressed. Yeah. with everything that he's doing and I, yep. and I absolutely love that. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. And I was and I'm one of those guys that was worried about you know some of the changes they were making and and how they were casting, uh, you know. Mary J, you know, Mary Jane and all that kind of stuff. I don't even think Mary Jane's in this movie. I don't think so. I think that was just a, I, I mean, a lot of people were saying it was a big rumor and, all, you know, it's all well, BS. I think the biggest problem with today is, is everybody wants to be first to report on something. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they're reporting what's actually factual stuff. I wonder where we heard that. Uh, let's see. <laughs> oh, oh yes, the presidential election. <laughs> yes. that's, that's that's about as political as we'll get. But yeah, but, pretty much. But yeah, and so you know, you hear Zendaya's cash. Zendaya is or Zendaya, uh, however she yeah. pronounces her name, I'm not quite sure. She's I've heard Liz. it both ways. Right. So, but somebody took the ball and ran with it. A long, long while ago, she had posted a photo on her Instagram of her with red hair, and that immediately became. The feature focus of it oh is there God, she is with red MJ, hair. Well, MJ. yeah, but that photo was from a year ago. Yeah. And they haven't even, you know, they, at this point when they're reporting it, they hadn't even really started filming yet. Yeah. Um, so let's just cool our jets a little bit. Yeah. Obviously, I'm in the camp of I would like MJ to be MJ. Yeah. Um, but let's let's see where this movie my, goes. I'm my, I'm pretty sold on it. I, I was I was more against, you know, cha- making change for the sake of change. Right, just for the sake of it. Yeah, like, just because... It doesn't make sense to do it. We can do it, so we're going to do it anyway. And, right. You know, we don't care what the fans say. I'm like, uh, okay, yeah. but, you know, guess what? If I don't like the change, I'm just not going to go see the movie. Right, yeah. So, yeah. go figure. Um, but anyway, I mean, but otherwise, I thought the, the trailer was great. I, I enjoyed it, you know, the whole... 
you know, and, and seeing, you know, seeing uh, Iron Man and Spidey yeah. flying through the city at the end. That was, you know, that's that right there sold it for the comic book feel. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. But, yeah, I agree with you. It's very com- it feels like a comic book. Um, it, it reminds me of, of, you know, sitting down and reading Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, um, and just just having a ball just, you know, and then wanting more. And I'm mm-hmm. hoping that I get that feeling when I see the movie. But and it looks like a lot yeah. like I will. Yes. So I uh, and um, I mean and, and and the vulture. Yep, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Um, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, he looks interesting to me. Um, you know, as of right now, I mean, it was the first teaser trailer. We just got a taste. I want to see yeah. more of it. I want to see where they go with it. Um, before I pass judgment and everything, I still, I just am still not completely sold on why they needed Michael Keaton for the role. Um, I know everybody yeah. loves uh, everybody loves him. Michael Vol- Keaton is Batman. Yeah, blah Vol- blah blah. Vulture but. is a lot older. I mean, he's like a really old guy. I mean, older than what Michael Keaton would be playing, I would think. Unless, yes, you know, unless they they want to say, well, he's, you, know. you know, I think it's kind of something where they've they've taken the character Vulture in the name, yeah. and we'll have to see what happens in the actual mm-hmm. movie. But from what I can gather, like. It's not like it's the character from from uh, from the comics where it's the old man okay. that goes and becomes the vulture and gets life or whatever. But um, I think that they're just taking the name and he's got some sort of gadgets or yeah. some sort of thing like that. Because a lot of people thought Michael Keaton would be the tinkerer. Um, a lot of people think that the tinkerer is still in this movie, and he's the one who helps Michael Keaton become the vulture mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. Plus, the, the shocker is in this movie. What? Um, yeah, the shocker is going to be in this movie. That's kind of cool. And uh, yeah, anybody who 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 has seen Spider-Man the animated series, um, I'll, all I hope is that somehow they incorporate that over-the-top acting scene when he's chasing. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about? When yeah. he's like, come here, shocker! You can't run away from me! <laughs> and I'm just, I, I hope that somehow they incorporate that. Just just, just for me. Just, <laughs> yeah, well, let's get a hold of Kevin Feige and get that. Get, yeah. Get, make sure Feige, get, make it happen. Get it in the reshoots. Chip, chop, chip. <laughs> get it in there. Um, I, I think it's going to be a good movie, though. I think it's going to. So. I think what they're trying to do, because after Infinity War and whatever the heck comes after that, I think we're going to see a new Avengers lineup. Yeah. Uh, similar to what happens in the comics every now and then. The, yeah. the same lineup can't always be there. These characters have things going on. The actors in this case are aging out. Chris Evans doesn't want to play Captain America forever. Yeah. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. As much as he would like to, can't play Iron Man forever. And I right. think we're going to get a new team. And I think Spider Man is going to be a big part of it. No, we'll, we'll we'll see how that goes down. I'm 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 willing. Yeah, uh, I, I can't. I but I just can't wait. I, this is gonna be great. And what was it? July it comes out. July that comes out. Okay. May Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two comes out. Oh God, that was We've an awesome got, trailer. That was a great trailer too. Um, what else? And then uh, Thor Ragnarok is yeah. in. Uh, Thor Ragnarok is in November. Yep. And then in uh, May, I also I think it's May or March. Wonder Woman. Yep. is out. Um, we've got Iron Fist coming to Netflix in February. Jeez. I mean, then the, the Defenders later that year. Yeah. And does Justice League come out too? Justice League comes out in the fall of 2017. I think so. So, yeah, 2017 is going to be a fun time. It's going to be a busy year for us. Yeah, start saving your better, pennies. Better search. Yeah, better. better. Because you got to save your pennies for the movie, but you also have to save your pennies for all the merchandise. God, yes. Because that's how I roll. So, <laughs> I mean, that's how it goes. 
All right. Uh, next up, uh, something I haven't been really looking too much into, but I've yeah. started to see the ads for it on television. Legion. Yep. Uh, which is going to premiere on FX in February 2017. Yep. February 8th. Um, yep. So Legion, I'm not quite sold on it. I think I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to DVR it and kind of watch it and yeah. see how I feel. Legion's a weird character. Um, you know, he's David Haller. He's the son of Charles Xavier. He's, he's a loon. He's kind of crazy. He has yeah. multiple personalities. You know, he, he is what sent the X-Men into Age of Apocalypse in the comics um, and everything. Um, if you're looking to get familiar with the character, you can check out um, X-Men Legacy. Um, that was kind of a cool yeah. line. I think it's 24 issues. Um, but you know, it's really deep inside the mind of Legion. Yeah. Um, it, it's going to be a weird show. I think it's going to be a really weird show. It's kind of within the Fox X-Men universe. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if it's all the way in the Fox X-Men universe. We're not going to get any Hugh Jackman cameos or yeah. things like that. Cause this, I mean, this takes place. I want to say this probably takes place before Logan, yeah, uh, which also looks like a, a, a going to be a good movie, but then again, they've sucked me into a bunch of Wolverine stuff that hasn't been great. <laughs> I still love it though. I mean, Hugh Jackman could be in the worst Wolverine movie, and he was. He seems to put just pull it out for some. <sighs> could be the yeah, he just pulls it out. It, you know what it is? Yeah, it's it's like he's it's like he's a pink puppy. Yeah, and you can't stop looking at his eyes. I know, I know. Uh, it, it's just and it looks so awesome, and it's going to be. Very similar to the old man Logan storyline, and they're setting up X twenty three, and I love X twenty three. She's currently Wolverine in the comics. Yeah. Um. You know, and I don't know. It's just, I I think it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. But in, anyway, Legion uh, that premieres on FX February eighth, twenty seventeen. The trailer is floating around somewhere on YouTube. I'm not completely sold on yeah. it. Yeah. Um. I'll probably I, I don't know I'll too catch much. it at some point. I don't know too much about it, so I guess I will. No. I will probably uh, play catch up on it later on. Right. Um. All right. So, uh, the other thing going over to the uh, television, the big, big crossover. Yeah. With, with the, the CW. CW shows, uh, which was based on Invasion Earth, which was a big multi-title uh, event in the DC universe. Yep. And I'm happy to say that I read them all. <laughs> I bought you know issues of comics that I didn't normally read because there was a storyline there. See, I was cool with comics used to do that every once in a while, Thanks, but DC. every single time now, oh yeah, it seems like you know, like Civil War Two is still going on in the yeah. Marvel comic world, and it's not just like I'm buying Civil War Two. I've also got to buy. Um, all new, all different Avengers. I've got to buy this. I've got to buy that. I've got to buy everything else in the world. And you know, I'm just not. Uh, it's yeah. It's, it's like it's too much. Money, money, money. Especially since uh, most, I think, Marvel comics are at 4.99 an issue at this point. Ugh. So maybe I mean this might maybe this might be a good place to have Ben Morse come in and make a plug for Ultimate, <laughs> yeah. ultimate Marvel. <laughs> all right, convince yeah. us to yeah. uh, to get this product. Ben, are you listening? Convince right. us. Is yeah. it worth the ten bucks a month? The the uh, I think. The the DCCW shows they got this crossover, they got this crossover right for the most they part. They did, you know. Yeah. Um, I I enjoyed it. Um, if you watch, if you watch like the CW shows, like the main ones, if you watch Flash, if you watch Arrow, you watch Legends. I don't think that you necessarily needed to watch Supergirl. Um, no, you know, um, because her episode wasn't 
really involved with it, it until it, the very end. Like it, there were little tidbits here and there. It just it just basically it, it started the storyline because Barry and yeah. Cisco showed up in her apartment. Right. And that's pretty much it. My whole thing with this crossover was they're battling aliens. Yeah. They bring Supergirl in. Yeah. Why did they not bring Martian Manhunter in? Why Good question. didn't why? they bring Superman in? Like, why hey, hold on, they? let me go grab my cousin why real quick. Why didn't they? Right. So, uh, and, and I've loved the Martian Manhunter stuff that they've done so far um, this season. Uh, you know, I thought that they really, they really, really jumped into the Ms. Martian thing. Yeah. They didn't hold back on that at all. Yeah. I thought it was kind of weird what they were doing to him, though. Yeah. When they, when they gave her the blood and turned him into that. But the winter finale was kind of cool. Um, you know, they introduced us to Mon L, who was in that ship at the end of season one. Yeah. And now apparently, you know, people are looking for him. And yeah. they kind of laid the groundwork for that. So that'll be the second half. Yeah. Supergirl's a lot of fun. Though. Supergirl is a lot of fun. I mean, and, and, and I look past some of the campiness just because they're fun shows. Oh, you mean like when he says, Hank Henshaw's dead. I'm Cyborg Superman. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Wait a minute. Why, why are you Cyborg Superman? Like, th that's not how this works. Like, you get, get Kevin, you know what? Just get Kevin Smith in there. <laughs> I'm, I'm betting he could write some really good episodes. Oh, I hate I mean, he, I just, did, he, did a good, he did a good job with Flash. I would have been fine with it if they just left him as he's the actual Hank Henshaw and he's a cyborg now yeah. um, because he was put together by Cadmus and whatever. Yeah. But to turn him into cyborg Superman, I, I just don't get it because no. the whole thing, it just didn't, it doesn't fit with, I mean, the whole, <clears throat> the cyborg Superman story from the comics. I mean, Hank Henshaw is like basically his intelligence is in a computer. He transports himself into Superman's birthing chamber and then just develops all of you know, he, he turns himself into Clark Kent, Superman, just because Superman at that point had been killed by Doomsday and everything. Wow. I mean, he's a, he's a pretty badass villain in the comics and everything, but yeah. I thought that he was real campy on the show. Yeah, I, campy. No need for I, that at all. I, I, yeah, and I can I can look past it here and there, but there's just times where you got to be like, oh, come on. Really? I just, I would really like it if, uh, and I know they don't really have much of a choice, on some of these TV shows, I wish that they would stop breezing over villains so easily. Yeah. Like Metallo in the beginning, I, yeah. I I loved Metallo. Like I think Metallo was great, and they kind of just kind of, you know. I mean, my thing is too. I mean, they're, it seems like they're bringing, they're taking a whole bunch of Superman storylines, and they're and just making them into Supergirl storylines. Yes. It'd be nice if, I mean, they've already cast Superman. They've already yeah. had him in like two, two or three episodes of the show. Yeah. Um, just have him as a more of a recurring character now. I mean, right. yeah, it focuses more on Supergirl, but seriously, yeah. just get, you know, have him in there a little bit more often. If you're going to have Superman su villains, yeah, you know, and you're going to put him up against, you know, Kara, just come on. I think that Supergirl's, the problem is Supergirl's best stories in the comics is when she is fighting with Superman. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. I, I think that's I, a I big think they problem. should start coming up with some new ones. Seriously, yeah. I mean, I, I've I've enjoyed the show up until this point. I haven't oh, really yeah. got any other complaints. But about it's like it. you said, they're they're Superman stories. Yeah, they're more like Superman stories, but with Supergirl, like you know, like with the whole alien that made her think she was back on Krypton. Right. Exactly. You know. You know. Yeah. So that was taken right from Alan Moore's Superman Annual. Yeah. So I mean. So there you go. Yes. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I have enjoyed it a lot and everything, but I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah. it's a, a very big focus yeah. on, uh, on, on Superman while they can't use Superman. Yes. 
Um, yeah. in, in the Flash over to there. Yeah. Um, this season started out for me. I thought Flashpoint was going to be better than it was. It was okay. But then they kind of they, they bounce back and everything. We're seeing the repercussions of the timeline yeah. change. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, we got introduced to uh, Savitar, a.k.a. Megatron. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, but Savitar, it's funny because they're taking this character who was, I mean, very minimally involved in the Flash comics, and they seem to be turning him into a big bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, for the most part, um, where uh, alchemy is using the Philosopher's Stone to yeah. give people who didn't have powers in this timeline powers yeah. now. I'm still kind of wondering you know? how Draco got this Philosopher's Stone from Harry. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Isn't that so stupid? <laughs> so they got they, they cast Draco Malfoy as the guy using the Philosopher's Stone on the Flash? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> give me a break. Come Shut on. up, Potter. Yeah, I know, I know. The way the way he said the way he was talking to Barry when he was ticked off at him, it was that guy is permanently cast as an asshole. He's, he's, I mean, he's, yeah, he is. Remember in the in the in the uh the Rise of the Planet of the Apes or whatever? I didn't even see him in that. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. He, he, I mean, he played nothing but but a dickhead zookeeper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that's what he did. And then monkeys immediately went after him first because, okay. you know what? You're an asshole. Why? 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 Why is he? I don't know. I, yeah. th I think he's being pigeonholed. I think type, he should, typecast. He, he, better be, he better talk to his uh, well, agent here. He's not quite, you know, on Flash, he's not quite a jerk. I think, yeah. you know, he's... Uh, he he's kind of brainwashed and everything the whole yeah. Savitar things but uh, that that's a weird angle I, we're gonna have to explore that a little bit more um, on Arrow we've got another weird angle this Prometheus guy yeah um, he's definitely the big bad of the season he's been wreaking havoc using his 1980s video game music theme song or whatever <laughs> is that that's a very weird theme song every time he kills somebody you know what i mean yeah are you expecting cubert to just come I know, out and start I know. swearing yeah something? something like that yeah um but then you know we got we left arrow with basically i, I believe wasn't the team kind of kind of disbanded you know um but laurel was standing yeah. in the arrow cave yep and she's alive so what do you how do you think that happened I I don't know. I mean, I mean they've been more. It can't her. be Flashpoint because no. that, that doesn't that doesn't register. Um, I don't. I honestly, I don't know. Berlanti's got me on this one. Now here's one thing that my wife actually told me because she is very into the CW shows. Yeah, and most of that is thanks in part to Stephen Amell doing the Salmon Ladder during season. Oh, one there you two. go. There you go. Just <laughs> pure raw uh, yeah. hormones right, right there. Yeah. I mean, he looks. I'll say it. He looks good doing it's it. It's okay, Vera. This is perfectly <laughs> natural. <laughs> now you understand why everybody likes <laughs> Megan Fox. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, it's not exactly baby. acting ability. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so yeah, we're gonna have to use that next yeah. time our wives are yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. Um, but yeah, so so she said somebody uh, laid out this theory that it's actually that black canary from the other Earth. Oh, that Prometheus went and got her from Ooh. um from uh wherever she at Star Labs where she was being kept. Oh, okay. and he's gonna use her as like a weapon against them, kind of like how he was using Artemis. Okay. And everything. Which that you know, I, I liked. I, I liked that they had brought Artemis into it, but I, they had her switch so damn fast. Yeah, that and was, everything. That was kind of anticlimactic. I also hated that angle. The angle that they were that they're playing of like, well, the 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 hood. He was uh, he was a killer. So you killed people, 
and everything like that. And it's oh, like, okay, man. guys, like, stop your crying. Deal with it. He's a green arrow now. <laughs> like, calm down. Yeah. Like, just shut up. Shut up, people. Shut um, up shutting up. Legends of Tomorrow, which has turned out to be one of my absolute favorite television shows because it's just, I never know what's going to happen on it. I, I, I kind of got, well, uh, through the first season, I kind of got a little well antsy on it and then well because it was the same thing it was you know hey yeah. we're yeah we're chasing him and yeah. no we got away and oh we got to chase we're him gonna again. get vandal and, savage yeah right. rah rah sis boom bah. well that's what i think this season is so much better because yeah. every single every single episode is different you've got they've brought um commander steel into it yeah and he's uh you know he's more well done in that role than they could have ever done colossus in any x-men movie yeah um you know um I don't know. I, it's just it's just really interesting to me. You know, you had to deal with the whole thing where you know Ray Palmer had to destroy the Adam suit in order to save. Yeah. You know, time basically. Jonah Hex. Yeah. Jonah Hex has been brought into it, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Um, it's just a lot of really cool things that they do, and then of course the big thing at the end of that one was you know we've all been wondering where the heck is Rip Hunter. Where is he? Yeah. And then we see this dude who looks a lot yeah. like Rip in Hunter. In a director's chair. Right? In Cal- California. Talking direct- in an American accent. Ta- yeah. Directing some type of Legends of Tomorrow movie. Right. Which so is kind of weird. what happened to Rip Hunter? Was he somehow was he somehow placed in a different time? And does he not know who he is? <laughs> or is that just happened to be like an ancestor or something like that? Possible. Maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe. So, I mean, they left us with that big cliffhanger, which I think was really cool. Uh, the Legion of Doom. Legion of Doom. They kind of formed with uh, Eobard Thawne and, um, uh, you know, Blondie, Mc- Blondie Magic Guy from Arrow. Yeah, Damien Dark. Damien Dark. Wow. <laughs> I couldn't remember his name. And, of course. Blondie um, McMagic Guy. I like that better. <laughs> <laughs> Blondie McMagic Guy. I should come up with these names. You should. I should. Forget Screw, you, yeah, Cisco. C- Cisco, could, yeah. Cisco could definitely use a little help in yeah. that, man. And then uh, Malcolm Merlin who has been walking the line between good and evil <laughs> he, that, on Arrow. That dude's got a perforated ass because he's I been know. sitting on the fence so much. Very, very much so. But yeah. I think he, he he's finally, you know, he acts within his own best interests. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at this point in time, he thinks that being evil is his own interest. So, so. he's basically he's basically chaotic neutral, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. I just think they, they didn't have anywhere else to go with him on Arrow, so they moved him over to Legends of Tomorrow yeah. to be with these guys. Of course, Damian Dark is... A, is a past version of Damien Dark because yeah. Damien Dark is is dead. Yep. Is this a past version of Malcolm it's, Merlin, or maybe? is this a current version that Eobard Thawne went and? Got? I don't know because he lost his hand. Right? Did he, he have Did he have both hands? I think he did. I can't remember. I don't know. So I can't I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go back and look. Yeah. So I'll have to check that out. But yeah. all these shows look good. Um, if you you didn't watch um this season of Agents of Shield. I think it's very good. I love the Ghost Rider stuff that they did with it. Um, I like that they really kind of went right. They went right into the weird mystical stuff, thanks to Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange coming yeah. out. Um, I, I just, I, I very much enjoyed it. Um, I, I still haven't watched it since the mid-season break last season. Well, Shield is, uh, Shield is unfortunately on on the bubble of being canceled right oh, now. Really? Yeah. So uh, I don't I, know. I had high hopes for that show. I thought it was. You know, when it came out, I was all hyped and I was excited because it tied in with the movies and everything. And then they stopped tying into the movies other than just kind of casual 
things and it was like it's just a lot of force tied in with the movies i think what they realized was that the people that are going to go see these movies aren't necessarily going to watch this television show every single the diehard fans you know know, maybe like you and me right and whoever else is listening to this podcast because only diehard fans listen to this show yeah um so yeah i mean i i can i can see that but yeah i i i honestly i just you know and i've been they announced go you know ghost rider and i was like okay this this might be cool. This might be cool. And then they said, "Yeah, he's got the car." I'm like, Ugh. well, you know, they, he was. Re- it's really well done, and yeah. they've actually teased out. They haven't said it, but they it, they've teased out Johnny Blaze quite a few times, right? Um, with everything. So you know, we're looking at that, and it could have been, it could be Danny Ketcher, it could be Johnny Blaze. Uh, it looks like to me, it's Johnny Blaze. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I I just think that um, uh, Shield is. I don't want to say an acquired taste. I mean, they just announced that they're going to be doing an Inhuman show. Right. And they said that that Inhuman show will not be a spinoff of S.H.I.E.L.D. And that's going to involve the royal family. So they're not not doing the Inhumans movie. So if S.H.I.E.L.D. fails, they announced that they were doing that spinoff series with Mockingbird and Hunter. And that didn't get picked up. That didn't get picked up. Um, I, I think that there is... I think that there's something... Not wrong, but something that they're just not really feeling when it comes to Marvel television. Netflix clearly has it right. Netflix knows what they're doing. Right. I think what they should do is they should move, pretty much move all the Marvel stuff to Netflix. Yeah. And just do it there because you've got way more creative freedom in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you look at all the, you know, you know, Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Luke Cage yeah. and all that. Uh, I really, really think they should consider moving that stuff off there, off of uh, broadcast TV and putting it on Netflix, just because you you, you got more to work with, more to play with. Yeah, I you know. You can do more things. You can you can get as dark as you need to, and and really bring in all that, and you can tie it in with those shows, and right. and then you know still have some tie in to the movies here and there. Because I mean, with 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 Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and all that, they pretty much. I mean, they. They've been mentioning the movies, you know, the event in New York or, yeah. you know, those kinds of things. And you know that these guys are like the street level heroes. They're not the they're not the ones that are going to take on Thanos. Right. You know, so they might. But, but they might. Yeah. They might be like the backup guys to kind of help, you know, give them support. I wouldn't mind having Iron Fist taking on Thanos. That would be kind of cool to see. I wouldn't yeah. mind seeing that. I mean, he'd get his ass kicked, but. Yeah, he would, but you know that still. Um, but he did beat up a dragon. I, yeah, I, I, I really was it Fing Fang Foom. No, no. Shang Long. I don't oh, know Shang Long. But still, I mean, they should really. They, I, I really think they should take all that stuff and just put it on Netflix to, so they can give it the proper due, because I just think they're they're kind of you know it was it was okay the first couple seasons with with Shield, but now it's mm-hmm. like. Kind of hamstring. They've totally gone off in their own direction. Yeah. Like, really nothing. Really nothing. Yeah. Uh, besides their talk of the Sokovia Accords and things like that. Yeah, that kind you know, of crap. Nothing really, uh, no- nothing really ties into the movies. I mean, they've got Jeffrey Mace is, is the is the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. at this point. But, yeah. Um, he's such a, you know, he's, he's such a deep character into right. Marvel. Like... Unless you're a real comic book nerd, I mean, you're not going to know who he is yeah. and everything. And what they've done by not being able to be with Fox is that they've taken anybody with any sort of power and that person is either mystically controlled yeah. or they're an inhuman. 
uh, basically. There's no, you know, mutants or anything like that. They're either enhanced due yeah. to mystical properties like Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Um, or they are an inhuman. Yeah. So I think that that kind of that kind well, of kills a lot of momentum. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's all because you know Fox owns you know the mutants. And, and then there's confusion too. Yeah. Exactly. So, but I mean, how many times did really mutants, you know, really cross over, you know, like X-Men crossed over with Avengers and all that kind of stuff only for the big things. And it was only, and it wasn't like the whole team, you know, like you had like, you know, Beast was in there and stuff like that. X-Men was like their own separate universe. Yeah. And I think that's how. I I think they have to be. I think that's how they should, you know, kind of. Um, you know, work the deal with Sony. Like, yeah. you know, we'll mention mutants. You mentioned, you know, Inhumans and all this other stuff. Right. This is how it goes. But we don't really have any kind of crossover except very rare instances. And honestly, I, I think because Spider-Man works so well, I mean, with Sony, I got to think they got to be thinking this. They, they got to seriously be thinking. Well, no, Kevin Feige came out and said that there's really nothing in the future, nothing really going to be happening where they're going to cross us over. Just a few weeks ago, he came out uh, and somebody asked him about it because there are all these, there's oh, constantly tons of rumors, rumors, constantly, yeah. constantly. Yeah. Um, it's what we were talking about before. Everybody reports on it. it might not actually be true. And he said like, you know, like the talks have happened and everything, but there's no plans right now right. To, to do anything. I mean, X-Men is kind of on the way out. I mean, after Age of Apocalypse, or, yeah, Age of Apocalypse, no, X-Men Apocalypse, yeah. not Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. Um, I think that they kind of, they kind of hit a wall again as far as X-Men yeah, movies they go. have. You know? So I don't I don't know what they can, what can they really At do. At that point, I mean, I don't want those characters involved, you know? Yeah. We already had Quicksilver in the MCU. Yep. And he's dead. Right. Even though he was way better done than thanks, Fox. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, thanks, Joss. Freaking jerk. <laughs> All right. So um, I think that pretty much covers everything. Yeah. So uh, quick shout out, though, to uh, Jack Googans. Um, I went to uh, see Rogue One with his dad, uh, Dave, and uh, he said, you know, Jack listens to the podcast all the time. He likes the podcast. So I figured I'd give him a shout out. Hey. So uh, thank you, Jack. Spread the word. Tell all your friends about us. Tell them, you know, they got to listen. And if they don't, uh, they're big, fat, poopy heads, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Way to go. Yeah. So uh, make sure you, uh, you know, like us on uh, Stitcher and iTunes and, uh, you know, give us give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you uh, as well because, you know, that's what helps us keep making the show better and uh, that kind of thing. So uh, for BJ and myself... That's it for this episode. Stay geeky.